when I go out into the great unknown and take a risk for Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he reciprocates more there than anywhere else. You're listening to Sankirtan On, where by giving, we grow. This is Sankirtan On. I'm your host, Anana Marari Das. And today we have with us a very special guest, His Grace by Shesh Kapoor, who many know for his book distribution seminars and Sankirtan inspiration stories, especially coming out of his project on the, on the West Coast, ISV, Iskan of Silicon Valley, where they hold regular monthly Sankirtan festivals as well as regular Harinam parties that go out promoting the Sangerton movement. And so today, uh, it's very wonderful to have you with us, Prabhu. I'm very grateful. Glad to be here, Nanda Marari Prabhu. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this, this is, uh, I, I, could, I could consider no better way to kick off our inaugural uh, podcast for Sangerton On. So thank you so much. Now, the vision... Uh, of this of this Sangerton podcast uh, is really to bring about inspiration uh, throughout all of our society uh, surrounding the press the process and the practice of Sangerton because there there is, it is such an integral part of our uh, practice but there are many devotees that may feel quite intimidated about Sangerton or they may have some hesitation what kind of what kind of things would you say or offer to kind of ease the the concerns? Well, I think that their concerns and fears and hesitations are well-founded because I feel the same way. Whenever I get ready to go out on Sangatan, my mind always tells me, why don't you stay home and be comfortable? But then I realize that when I go out into the great unknown and take a risk for Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he reciprocates more there than anywhere else. And the idea that we go out and meet people and give them an opportunity to take to Krishna consciousness has been sound for many, many years. It's the main way that people come to Krishna consciousness, or I might say the only way, that is they meet people we meet people face to face and we transfer our faith from our heart to their heart. So one way to ease that fear is to remember that actually we're doing something completely natural when we do Sankirtan and that is passing on our faith. It's the thing that we always do anyway. As soon as you find out something that you like in your life, you want to tell everybody about it or at least tell your friends. And it's a similar thing. If you're feeling happy because you've had some breakthrough in your life because of Lord Chaitanya's mercy, mm. then it makes sense to go out and give it to other people. Mm. I remember hearing in uh, a lecture that you gave once, you were speaking about um, when you would get ready to go on Sangerton and the mind would say, no, no, we're not going to go today. And then you'd kind of walk your mind through, oh, well, let's just get in the car. That's you- true, yes. Uh, there was a period of time when I had to go out on Sankirtan by myself for a couple of years. Mm. And I used to play games with my mind in order to get myself out there. And I tell my mind that I'm not actually going out, it's just a practice run. 
And at every step of the way, I keep telling my mind that, no, no, we're not actually going to do anything. We're just going to see what it would have been like if we had done it. <laughs> and in that way, I was a step ahead and I could just keep going. And that's one of the great tricks I've learned from going on Sankirtan, that if you just go out and see what it's like out there, you'll notice that Lord Chaitanya gives you the inspiration. We're just instruments. And if we just try and somehow or other put ourselves in position that we could do something to transfer what we have with Lord Chaitanya, what Srila Prabhupada has given us to others, then Krishna will do the rest. It's an amazing, from, from the experiences that I've personally also had on Sankirtan, it, it is amazing. I've, I've heard devotees describe it. It's like the embrace of Lord Chaitanya. Yeah. When you, when you connect with uh, some living entity, just, and, and, and how the odds of connecting, and uh, I always used to imagine it was like you got to witness that point at which that living entity again contacted Krishna in the form of Srila Prabhupada's books. And you got and, and the Sangraton devotee got to witness that uh, conjunction. That's a really good point, Anand Marari Prabhu. And everyone can remember when they first realized that Krishna consciousness was the real thing. Mm. And they had this epiphany. So everyone's had some experience where they realized, oh, this is everything for me. I mm. want to join. I want to be part of this. Mm. And oftentimes, once we get involved and we go on with the process for some time, we can begin to take it for granted. Mm. So one of the benefits of Sankirtan is when we go out and we see other people realize Krishna consciousness or see Krishna for the first time, then we get to live that, relive our experience of that moment when we realized that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead or that we were really attracted. And that gives us oxygen to keep going. It's one of the most important aspects of our practice in Krishna consciousness is to give it to others. And it's the most important aspect of any community is that everyone gets an opportunity from the pujaris, cooks, the children, the mm -hmm. senior managers, the GBC of the zone, everybody gets to go out. Mm -hmm. And when we do, even if it's for a few minutes, mm -hmm. we get to relive that moment when we see the magic of Lord Chaitanya's mercy and we remember it, that's, what's, that's what brought me. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you... you you mentioned earlier just kind of putting ourselves uh, in that position, just kind of um, being available to be used by Lord Chaitanya. And, uh, and, and it sounds kind of, and I've heard you reference before, it's kind of like just the experiment of Sankirtan, like the, what, what would happen if we go out? And so with any good experiment, you have to define your terms. So how would you define Sankirtan? For devotees, I mean, so, you know, is it is it just book distribution? Is it just Harinam? Is it you know how how would you define Sangratan? Because I feel like some devotees may have this question. I define it as high sadhana. Mm. It's what Prabhupada advocates again and again. Uh, Jiva Goswami says, unless you're going out and giving Krishna consciousness to other people very deliberately and seeing that there's actually a soul within and the Lord is within the heart of every soul, then you're missing the main point of Krishna consciousness. Mm -hmm. And we advocate in various places where we present Sankirtan, that Sankirtan is high sadhana. It's meant for our own purification. It's the way we 
best worship Krishna. Mm. And when you present it like that, devotees can understand this is not just for getting scores. It's not just for winning a marathon. It's not just to um, show your expertise in, in going out or show your, your strength, but it's actually direct communion with the Supreme Lord. And it's a way of worshiping at the altar of every living being's heart because every living being, especially the human beings who have the potential to reawaken very quickly, are walking tabernacles. Mm -hmm. They are uh, vessels for the Supreme Lord. And that's the way that uh, we apply the, the principle of Sankirtan is that it's a high form of worship of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 what I'm hearing is like, it's this applied practice of being able to see the super soul present along, accompanying every living entity as they wander through this world and and one of uh one of my favorite things that you've that i've heard you say uh it was you were doing a a bhajan night in toronto and you may have been quoting a letter by Srila Prabhupada or, or one of his um songs that he wrote on the jaladuda but you were saying that living entities are just looking outside of their apartments and they're wondering when will gorni thai come and save me that's right Prabhupada wrote that before he came to america mm. He was sitting in his room in Vrindavan and he wrote the Vrindavani Bhajan. And he was thinking all about how he would spread Krishna consciousness around the world following the order of his guru. And in one stanza he writes that all the people are sitting in their homes and they're looking out the window down the road wondering, when will Nita and Gaur come and save me? And if anybody wondered what people are doing inside their houses, that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for you to knock on the door and say, hi, I have something for you. Mm. So you, you talk often also about um, going door to door and this experience of door to door because uh, there is this kind of, uh, you get this privy into the, the, the window of someone's life, especially in some like apartment complex or anywhere really. And you just see the, uh, the various uh, situations that people find themselves in and, and and how varied their situation might be, how generally there's this response of welcome, thank you for being here and, and of interest. Well, there are varied responses and that's what's interesting. Some people are a little dubious and then they warm up. Some people don't warm up at all. They'll just close the door really fast and that's always interesting too. I remember one lady I met uh, going door to door when we were in Toronto and uh, she, she was careful opening the door because she had birds inside her house flying around, her pet birds. And, uh, we, you know, we talked, we started talking to her for a little while. And after a while, she started revealing her mind to us and telling us about her life and how miserable she was. And it, she was in some dire uh, situations that, that really warranted her feeling sad. And she really took shelter of the fact that we were there. And so you, you see a full spectrum of human emotions and reactions to when you go out on Sankirtan. And Lord Chaitanya sent out Advaita Acharya, Lord Nityananda Haridas Thakur to go door to door. Can you imagine if you're in your house and all of a sudden Advaita Acharya and Haridas Thakur showed up? And the Chaitanya Bhagavad said, some people shut the door on them and said, go away. Other people invited them in, said, take prasad. And they said, no, we didn't come here to take prasad. We came here to give you this message. Mm. And other people, they begged to take the holy name. Lord Yananda is famous for doing that. Mm. So we're following the footsteps of Lord Chaitanya's eternal associates when we go out. And we have that experience of meeting all different kinds of people. 
you in saying that you're reminding me of probably a, a big fear for many devotees is the fear of rejection. I mean, that speaking psychologically, this is a human fear. Just in you know uh, innately wired a lot, a lot of times just in our in our psyche what to speak of um, being out on a limb and in, in, in being vulnerable in the field of sangkirtan. Um, but what would you what would what advice would you give to I mean th- but then you're saying also that Lord Nityananda and Haridas Lakur was even rejected. Uh, so what else could you tell devotees that that may be a bit. Um, Concerned, worried about being rejected. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, really, the best way I've found is to redefine what your goal is. Mm. If you're going out thinking that you're going to convince everybody to buy a book, then you'll definitely feel disappointed because mm. not everyone's going to take a book. But I, I don't see that as my goal when I go out. Mm. I go out just to be there as an instrument, and wh- whoever Lord Chaitanya wants to take a book, I'm there available to make it. To, to make the exchange with them and, and give them something. And also, I just try to make friends with people. And also, just as the Srimad Bhagavatam says, when I meet somebody who's not favorable, I respect them from within my heart, mm-hmm. but I don't engage them. Mm-hmm. Because in the Srimad Bhagavatam, it said, Ishvare Taradine Shu Bali Sheshu Tvisatsucha, Prema Maitri Krupo Peksha Yakaroti Samajimaha. When the preacher goes out, he or she should be aware that some people aren't interested and you're not supposed to engage them at that point if they're mm-hmm. inimical. Just let them go and, and try to leave a good impression, but don't make it worse for them. There are already inimical Prabhupada writes in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to convince everybody. Mm-hmm. So I give this, this analogy that I think helps a lot of people, and I know it helps me. When you go out to do book distribution, think of it like looking for the ripe fruits on a tree. Mm-hmm. When you see a ripe fruit, you you know it because especially when you get to be an expert fruit picker, it changes colors, it's soft, it's easy to come off the vine. Mm. And those are the ones that you pick. Mm. And the other ones that are obviously not ripe, you just leave them on the vine, let them ripen later. Mm. And similarly with people, sort through, don't try to convince everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you if you make your your goal, you adjust your expectation you won't be so disappointed. Mm. If you just appreciate yourself for going out the door mm. and saying, this is all I'm going to do, just mm. as long as I can go out and stand there mm. for five minutes, then I'm good. Mm. And if you do that and everything else is extra, what do you have to be disappointed about? Mm. It's not a problem. Yeah, you're, as you're describing that, I'm really seeing that Sangerton is this, the, the, the active part may be getting yourself out there, but then there's, it's really a, a process of surrender. It is, it's, it's directly engaging in the Sharanagati because ultimately we're, we're trying to depend upon Krishna also being out there. Yeah, that's true. And it really helps when you go out with others. Mm. If you go out with your friends in a group, uh, mm. then you'll feel supported and all of you will uh, absorb whatever kind of ecstasy is out there together and mm. it will amplify in any kind of uh, scary situations will not be so scary because you're with other people, mm. and you'll feel happy. So there's strength in numbers. Mm. Go with your friends. Yeah, that's wonderful because it's uh, it not only I mean you're kind of giving light to this. Not only is it uh, self purifying, but there's a there's a bonding aspect that it can bring about amongst devotees. Being Definitely. Together. You know, a lot of times parents go out with their kids, mm. and they go door to door together, and 
that's the one service when they get to be together for the whole time. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes that in temple communities, the parents go one way, mm -hmm. kids go to the Sunday school and do something else, and they're doing service, but in different parts of the of the temple. Mm -hmm. But when you go out together on Sankirtan, you're together and you're seeing all the same things together and the same experiences. It's greatly bonding for the mm -hmm. for parents or or friends or temple communities that go out together really come closer. Mm. What would you how would you what would you say is 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 necessary to be like the, the content of the Sankirtan devotee's heart? What 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 is the heart of the Sankirtan devotee? How you know, what what as as going as as devotees aspiring to go out on Sankirtan as devotees that go out on Sankirtan, what should we aspire to cultivate within the heart um, what, while we're out there? Well, I would say it's not just while we're out there. Mm. Sankirtan is an all-encompassing lifestyle. Mm. And it's really a lifestyle of gratitude. Mm. And really, Sankirtan means not just out, but also in. So it's the way we deal with others around us. For instance, our family members. Do we take them for granted? Or would you, do we see that I'm really lucky to have these people around me and, and to remember all they're doing for me mm -hmm. and to reciprocate with them? Mm -hmm. And the kind of uh, loving exchanges that Rupa Goswami talks about in the Upadeshamrita, Dadati Pratigunati, giving gifts, accepting gifts, mm -hmm. giving prasad, accepting prasad, revealing one's mind mm -hmm. in confidence and hearing others reveal their mind in confidence. This, Prabhupada said, is the the basis of the Christian consciousness movement. Mm. So Sankirtan means to engage in those loving exchanges with devotees, with family members, mm. with members of your community. And then it just extends outward because it's a mood that I should be a giver. Mm. I should give to as many people as possible. And the miracle is that the more you think about giving, the happier you get. Mm. And the more you give, the more you grow. Mm. Oftentimes people take a stance that I, I have to keep everything, I have to hold on, but we can't hold on. Mm. There is nothing to hold on to, It's none of it is ours. But if we become a channel for Lord Chaitanya and we give out as much as possible to give to, to everyone around us mm. in appropriate ways, that's the life of Sankirtan and that's the heart of the Sankirtan devotee. Mm. That's why Sankirtan devotees are always happy, because mm. they're thinking about giving. Yeah, I, li I like this this vision of um, it permeates one's entire life. It's not just when one is on the street or when one is, you know, packing the books, but it's but it's in all our interactions. And and I, I I'm appreciating that that this is you know that's the heart of the Sangratan devotee is is the heart of Lord Chaitanya in the sense that Lord Chaitanya came to give and give and give, and anywhere they he would go, he was trying to do that. That's a really good point. Mm. We're all recipients of Lord Chaitanya's mercy. Mm. And Srila Prabhupada definitely had that mood. Mm. He was always thinking about how to give to others. He, he went out of his way to make sure that everybody in the world got an opportunity for Krishna consciousness. And he never stopped thinking like that. Mm. Up to the last minute, mm. he was planning and get, asking his disciples to carry on the same uh, giving and that's the flow of giving that comes from the heart of Lord Chaitanya mm. and through his pure devotees and anyone who picks that up has mm. a successful life mm. yeah this earlier this morning you were speaking about when Srila Prabhupada was in Vrindavan in his in the last few days of his of his pastimes and still 
speaking Bhagavatam, still giving, still still giving of himself to the last minute. Um, and really that 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 gift he's left for us. There's that verse in Bhagavatam um, says uh, that the pure devotee leaves the they take the boat across the material ocean and then they leave the boat on the on the same side so that we can get in that boat as well. That's right. That's in the tenth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam and the mm. prayers of a demigods to Lord Krishna within the womb and Actually, they say that this is the main way that one can make advancement in spiritual life is find out what the, the Mahats are doing, Mahat Kritena, mm. and follow in their footsteps. And in that way, the ocean of material existence shrinks down to the size of the water containing the hoof print of a calf. Mm. And, and you watch what the great souls do. They're thinking how to inculcate Krishna consciousness in, into the world. Mm. That's what the sages in Aymasarani are gathered for. Mm. They're there for a seminar. And what's the seminar about? How to save the people of the world. Mm. That's how they think. Mm. And Shukadeva Goswami, after he heard Bhagavatam, he went out into the world and the only reason he was walking around was he was thinking how to give this mercy to other people. Mm. That's the life of, of the Christian consciousness movement. That's what we're all about is mm. giving this to other people. You often spoke also about um, the prince, and you mentioned earlier the, the principle of high sadhana, um, and, and you're kind of alluding to it just now, but this, this idea of that it's an overflow. Um, what, what type of uh, advice would you give devotees in relationship to our sadhana as that relates to Sangatana going on? Yeah, really, what people are interested in when they buy a book from somebody is the energy that the devotee has. In other words, they see people's countenances. They see the countenance of the Sankirtan devotee and they see effulgence. Mm. And that effulgence comes from devotees who are practicing strict, serious, and sincere sadhana. Mm. Primarily starting with the chanting of Hare Krishna. The japa rounds, chanting at least 16 really good rounds every day, mm. is the mainstay of anyone who's advancing in Krishna consciousness, or it is the, the main way that one will advance. And this takes, takes some work. And if somebody makes that the, uh, the... If somebody arranges their life around the principle of chanting good japa... Mm going to bed a little earlier so they can wake up in time to chant the japa, making sure there's no distractions, taking it very seriously, listening, and every time doing their best effort. Mm -hmm. That's one of the ways in which a devotee develops the spiritual strength to go out mm -hmm. and give Krishna consciousness. And I want to tell you something very important. When I, I was introduced to Srila Prabhupada in 1973 mm -hmm. in San Francisco, and I was with my friend Keshava Bharti, who was a grass at that time, now he's Keshav Bharti Maharaj. And he, uh, the, our temple president, told Prabhupada, the, these devotees are distributing books. And he was telling how many books we were distributing. And Prabhupada looked at us and he said, you must also read my books. Mm. And he said that repeatedly. Mm. Don't just distribute them. He, he said, I want you, I wrote these books for you, mm. he said to read, to become pure devotees, and go back to Godhead. Mm. So here's a meditation that I have as far as reading Prophet's books. And that is, think of how much effort Prophet mm. uh, put into writing the books. Mm. 
I mean, what did it actually take to, to write all these books? Imagine writing one of them yourself and how much effort it would take. Now try to put as much effort into reading them as Prabhupada did into writing them. Maybe we can't write books like that, but at least we can try reading them with the same vigor that Prabhupada wrote them. So if we chant, hear and chant, and read Prabhupada's books and attend to other aspects of sadhana very strictly, serious and sincerely, then we'll, we'll naturally feel inspired to give Krishna consciousness to others and we'll have something to give. It's the enthusiasm that we're feeling from genuinely contacting Krishna through the medium of sound vibration. Well, I'm setting a new goal. I can't, I don't know if I can do it right now, but Prabhupada would wake up at midnight to start translating his books. <laughs> so my goal is to someday start waking up at midnight to start reading. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can't, we can't imitate the, the great souls. Prabhupada writes about Dhruva Maharaj, who can imitate him? Mm. But we can follow in the footsteps. Mm. So at least we can do what, the best we possibly can mm. to follow in the footsteps of the great Acharyas and if we do that, our life will be really on track. And the two things go together perfectly. Hearing and chanting, mm. and then going out to distribute. I compare it to rice and dal. Mm. Dal's a great food. I, I, I don't, can't think of anything I like better than, than a, you know, a good bowl of dal. And on the other side, you have rice, which is a, a universal staple. Mm. Who doesn't like rice? Mm. But if you put the two together, rice and dal, you have, according to Jamuna's cookbook, 42% more, 42 more nutrition mm. because of the synergy between those two foodstuffs. So hearing and chanting is good. Mm. Going out to distribute Christian consciousness to others is mm. good. But when you put the two together, the two become, combined become super sadhana. Mm. You, you were speaking about the effort that, that Srila Prabhupada would put into writing his books and... Um, I can imagine that you've probably uh, gained some appreciation for that because you, about a, two years ago, wrote, wrote a book yourself. Uh, many devotees on this podcast may be familiar, uh, Our Family Business. Uh, last night you were telling me that one of your favorite aspects of writing that book was being able to go and interview so many wonderful devotees. What was one of the most amazing things or some of the most amazing things or some, some reflection that you walked away with uh, from that research that went into putting that book together? Well, first of all, uh, there was a consensus amongst all the senior devotees that I interviewed that Prabhupada was flat out into book distribution. Mm. Uh, around the time I was writing my book, I, I had been reading uh, some things that uh, people were writing about how, you know, maybe this whole thing about the enthusiasm for, for Sankirtan, book distribution especially, is overblown. Maybe Prabhupada wasn't so into it. He just wanted us to pass out a few magazines mm. and have Harinam on a street corner or something like that. Mm. So I was asking, I, I always asked the senior devotees when I was interviewing, what do you think of this idea? They said, what? You're crazy. I said, Prabhupada, Prabhupada was so uh, pointed about this, that mm. book distribution was his a guru's desire, that that was his desire, and and at every opportunity, Prabhupada presented that. And you can just look at, you know, what he did with his time mm. to see for yourself. But all these senior devotees said, you know, that was Prabhupada's heart and soul. Mm. So that was one thing that came through loud and clear. Mm. And I'm glad I got to talk to a lot of these devotees because some of them even passed away mm. just after I talked to them. Mm. 
I talked to Brahmananda. One of the really shocking things I heard that, that was just amazed me was that Prabhupada, Prabhupada's books, uh, the, the first three volumes of the first canto had arrived in New York City a year before him. Mm. Because Prabhupada was personally going out distributing them in India after he had personally written them mm. and had them published. And, and he had given some, uh, not given, he had sold uh, 16 of those sets to the Library of Congress in Delhi. Mm. And then Delhi dispersed them around the world. And one of the places was in the New York Public Library. Mm. So when Prabhupada got to New York City, his books were already there. And Brahmananda told me that Prabhupada was so proud of that, that he used to go uptown taking three bus transfers in order to go visit his books in the library. And Brahmananda said, you know, my vision was that was Prabhupada's entertainment. <laughs> so you can imagine if Prabhupada was so pleased to see one set of books go in the New York Public Library. What to speak of, you know, devotees are taking the opportunity to get them in every nook and corner of every institution and, and uh, house and truck and wherever you can in the world. That was his desire. I, as you said that, I was just remembering um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He... He, I mean, it, one of his books was the first books to even come. You know, he distributed a book yeah. to McGill University in Canada, yeah. and uh, and I was thinking how the books and de- the books are deities; they're not different than Krishna. Yeah. And uh, and then I then I was reminded also of Jagannath and how Jagannath was the first deity of Iskon, and this kind of eagerness that that Lord Chaitanya in the form of Bhaktivinoda Thakur's book and, 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 and Lord Chaitanya in the form of Prabhupada's books and, and Lord Chaitanya in the form of Jagannath, how there was such an eagerness, you could see, to start the Sankirtan movement, how uh, it's, it's kind of sweet that they, they were already here even before Prabhupada came. Yeah, well, Krishna's everywhere. Mm. And when we, when we worship him properly, then he appears according mm. to our desire. Yeyatam amprapadyante tamstataiva bhajamyaham. And a, a, another aspect of Sankirtan that's really important is it's the main yagya for the age. Mm. And Harinam, Sankirtan, and book distribution go really well together, Prabhupada mm. said. So it's really important to combine the two. Mm-hmm. Because when people hear the holy name, they get really inspired by the, by the holy name. It awakens something in them. They've never heard it before, something like that. It mystifies them. And then it's extremely merciful then to send them away with a book mm-hmm. so that they can continue that ecstasy and enter within it now that their heart is open. Mm-hmm. And so organizing your community so that the Harinam, the book distribution go, can go on together is perhaps the, the most direct way that, that one can influence people in public, meeting them face-to-face, giving them the nectar of Krishna consciousness. Mm. But even if you can't, if there are some circumstances you can't have Harinam, if you, if you organize for book distribution, for instance, door-to-door, shop-to-shop, uh, going to, uh, now we're putting books in libraries and mm. we're putting them in motels, you know, mm. co- coming up to a million books going in, Bhagavad Gita is going in motels and hospitals and everywhere Mm. else. This prophet called the Brihat Madanga Mm. because the the holy name is in the books. He said it's it's written kirtan. Mm. So when it goes in, it's in. Mm. And we may not see where the book goes, but we know from anecdotal evidence Mm. uh, that uh, that the books are having miraculous effects on Mm. the souls of the world. 
And those are just the ones we know about, but the ones we don't know about, we should understand that the potency is there and it's going out into people's homes and changing their lives. Mm. And Prabhupada said, even though the book isn't meant for the person who gets it, it may be meant for somebody else. Mm. Or it may survive a whole generation in somebody's library or in a box and then appear somewhere like a message in a bottle for the person who was meant to get it. Mm. I, I was remembering one time here in uh, Denver, Colorado, we had... Uh, it, it's, it's related in the sense that um, the, the, the effort that goes into Sangerton, sometimes we may not see an immediate kind of tangible effect um, but how the effect is surely going on. And Krishna will sometimes give tangential evidence of how this effect is going on. At one point, we um, were welcoming the Padukas, Lord Nityananda's Padukas. And so we had taken, we were having one uh, Kirtan program actually at one of the houses, and we took the, all the guests and everyone, and we had a big Kirtan outside while the Padukas came. And uh, and then we welcomed the Padukas in, and it was just a very blissful kirtan. About a week later, we got an email from someone that was driving by on 14th Street, the street that goes in front of the temple here. And they were they were saying, I don't know what you guys were doing, but whatever it was, it just it started, it made me cry, it, it made me feel so happy. So just the the when that effect can be there, like you're saying, that Harinam and book distribution go on side by side. And then what if that person had a book? Also, that that kirtan, that that experience that they had from seeing the devotees chanting, would, you know, perpetuate more and more into their life. That was Prabhupada's intention. Mm-hmm. I wrote about this in our family business, but he, whenever he would give a lecture or do a program, he always insisted there was a book table. He called it the bookstore. Mm-hmm. And when he would travel, he would make sure someone brought the books and put them on display, and then after his talk, people can go and get a book. Mm. And he felt that uh, if they hear it, that's okay, but they have to be able to take the book home and actually go through it and have direct communion with Krishna's words and and hear Srila Prabhupada's instructions and the instructions of the previous Acharyas Mm. in order to get directions. Humans are smart, Mm. and they can actually get um, really clear in life just by hearing from the right source. Mm. And so it's really important that that people get the books in their hands in all kinds of circumstances. Mm. I just want to mention also that that when we do the yagya, we feel happy. Mm. There is no other way to be happy in life except for doing the yagya. Krishna talks about this in the Bhagavad Gita, that this is how the universe is set up. There's this wheel of sacrifice, and unless you're involved in it, then you're going to be on the outside looking in. So when we do Sankirtan, we feel a natural kind of happiness and completeness. Mm. Just like last week we were in San Francisco, and we had this huge Harinam Sankirtan. There's 150 devotees. Mm. We had Harinam on every every corner of the San Francisco downtown, mm. along accompanied by book tables and a massive distribution of books. Mm. 3,000 3, books we distributed within about six hours. And afterwards, the next day, I was thinking, like, why am I so happy? Mm. I, I mean, I mean, I felt high. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, why do I feel like this? And, and then I remembered, every time I do the yagya like that, yeah. I participate in it, whether it's freezing cold, raining, and it was, uh, it doesn't matter. That's how to be happy. 
And that's how to make a family happy. That's how to make a community happy. That's how to make the world happy. It's mm. the Sankirtan Yagya. And everybody can participate in it. It's not just meant for quote-unquote Sankirtan devotees. Everybody's a potential Sankirtan devotee. Mm. And everyone, Prabhupada said, has their own genius how to do this. Mm. They just need to have leaders create a, a little bit of infrastructure to make it easy for them so that they can have a good experience in going out mm. and uh, working together. And then people take to it so readily because they also get high from this. Mm. And they want it again and again. Living entities just want to be high. And 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 that, that's how to legitimately be high and happy and whole, yeah. is do the yagya. And this is the best yagya. Mm. You mentioned earlier about how the holy name, there, there really isn't this discrepancy about uh, is a book distribution, is a Harinam, they should go both together. But even if someone doesn't have a facility to have a Harinam when they're doing book distribution, right? But that the holy name is still present within the books. Um, I remember at Sadhu Sangha, you told a story uh, about a time that you were going door to door in North Carolina and, and you were sharing the mantra. Do you remember that story? Oh God, I'll never forget Cause that. Because I, I, every time I hear it, I'm, I'm like, yeah, we were. Teared. We <laughs> went there specifically because I mean, there's such good leadership there, and they wanted us to come and teach about the monthly Sankirtan festival. Mm. And I got there. It was summertime. It was 108 degrees out. Literally, so, what, literally, whatever, <laughs> whatever we learn, what the devotees learned, whatever I learned when I was there was baked in. So, <laughs> so we had we had done training and. The devotees were so enthusiastic, and we went out to various spots. And I was taking groups of devotees with me to show them how to do door to door. And so I had about seven devotees in my my group. The rest were in other groups. And so we went to this one door, and it took a while for the door to open. And I could understand what the situation was. There was a man there who was uh, severely disabled. Mm. He he could barely talk. And he had a caretaker with him. That was the scene. So I showed the book, and the man who was disabled, uh, he, 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 uh, he had some muscular disorder, and I don't know if mentally he was challenged. It's hard to tell. Mm. But in any case, the caretaker immediately wanted us to go away. But uh, I could see immediately that the, um, the man who was at the door... Um, who was physically challenged was the, one of the most enthusiastic recipients I've ever seen. And he wouldn't let go of the book. The caretaker tried to take it out of his hand and give it back, and he wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. And then I told about, you know, how uh, we don't sell it, but if you like to give a donation, it helps to connect you to the previous teachers who passed it on. It's, a, it's an ancient principle called Dakshina, mm-hmm. that when you give something in return, for, for spiritual knowledge, it, it solidifies your relationship with it. Mm. He got that, and he was so enthusiastic, he went back to get some uh, donation. Mm. And finally, uh, they came back, the two of them, and I could see that this was really getting too much for the caretaker, but uh, she was, uh, he made her hand over the, 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 uh, the donation. So she did that and then said, okay, go. I said, one more thing. She said, no, no. She started to close the door, and he wouldn't let her. And then I said, I just, uh, this is a beautiful prayer. I'll teach you a prayer. 
um, that's meant to wake him love of God in your heart. Would you like to try it? And he, then he was really enthusiastic. And she, meanwhile, she was still trying to close the door. So then he said, yes, I'll, uh, I'll do it. He indicated that. So I said the mantra, Hare Krishna, the Hare Krishna mantra, two words at a time. And he followed, but because of his disability, he could barely utter the words. So I'd say, Hare Krishna, and he'd say, And I said, Hare Krishna, and he'd say, He was straining with, with, you could see the muscles in his throat straining to say the words. By this time, the caretaker gave up, and she just kind of disappeared. And we went through the whole mantra, and then the door closed. And I turned around, and the devotees behind me were weeping. They had tears coming from their eyes. And I asked one of them, I said, what is it? And one of them said to me, I wish I had that much enthusiasm to chant. Now I know what enthusiasm means to chant the holy name. I just take it for granted, that person really needs it, really wants it. And that's what you get when you go out on Sankirtan. You get to see that firsthand. That's the oxygen. Mm. Yeah, I've, you've mentioned before also um, that in Vedic times, right, that they would perform these massive and elaborate fire sacrifices mm. in order to prove the efficacy of the Vedic mantras and the Vedic hymns. And now that that sacrifice is Sankirtan, and and by sharing these holy names, by sharing these books, it proves the efficacy of this. Well, actually, what I was saying is that previously there were animal sacrifices, oh, yeah. and then, like the Lord Chaitanya explained to the Kazi mm. in Mayapur, that the reason they did the animal sacrifice is to bring the animal back to life with their mantra mm. and prove it. So the corollary I was making is the Shastra said, if you don't have Krishna consciousness, you're dead. You're Atmaha, you've killed your soul, so you're a dead animal. And so when we go out and we give people the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and we give the written mantras in these books and we watch and they come back to life again, we say, yes, this works. So that's the test of the mantra. You have to go out and test it and see it for yourself. Does it work? I think it worked on me. Let me see on everybody else. And then when the when the life comes, then you know that... The, the, the power is coming through from the spiritual world. So that's important. Well, we have the December marathon upon us. Uh, devotees all around the world are gearing up in different ways to uh, set goals and, and, and meet those goals and, and get out uh, for this month of December. Um, are there any words of encouragement that you'd like to add? Is there anything else that you'd like to add um, before this, uh, before this podcast goes out, because really this podcast is meant for for devotees interested in the idea of sharing Krishna consciousness. So, what what might you say to encourage them? Well, plan beyond December. Mm-hmm. Definitely go out in December. Don't miss it, because once January first comes, the energy dies down again, and you'll be morose that you missed it. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to take advantage during December when the energy is high, somehow. Lord Chaitanya arranged that during December, people are really open to all kinds of giving and taking 
And that's, now's the time to go. Mm. So go do it. But also make a plan for January mm. and start thinking towards Nityananda Chariotasi. And that's your next one. And then plan towards Gorpurnima that let me do something for Lord Chaitanya before his birthday. Mm. And if you keep making plans to go out and do your level best, then you'll always be engaged in book distribution and you'll be happy and, and you'll be prosperous. And the other piece of advice is just get out the door. Mm. We teach people that the main thing is to go out and touch the pavement and just you're done for the day if you can do that because the hardest part of Sankirtan really is just going out the door. Mm. Once you go out and you start feeling the free air and seeing the light, uh, you know, breathing the free air, seeing the free light, then you know that, uh, you know, okay, I'm free, I'm out. I I beat my senses, I beat my mind, I'm I'm beyond it. Now, uh, you know... you're free to try it out and see what happens and don't worry about the results. Leave that up to Lord Chaitanya. Mm-hmm. And also make a plan this year to uh, and next to complete certain sections of Prabhupada's books within a given amount of time. We have the app called Be a Sage page by page. It's available for free for Android and iOS. Mm-hmm. And if you download it and make a serious plan to read all of Prabhupada's books and also uh, we have a program called Make Japa Great Again. Mm. And that is like, make it the center of your life. Mm. And these things, these in combination, planning for book distribution, going out when you can, and and doing the strict, serious, and sincere sadhana will transform your life and you'll remember why you came to the Krishna consciousness movement in the first place. And nothing will slow you down. Thank you, Nanda Marani Prabhu. I really appreciate this bringing time. me into this ecstatic uh, podcast that you're presenting. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're we're very excited to see it get off the ground because this is the the heart uh, of Lord Chaitanya's movement, of Sri Prabhupada's movement, and uh, and this is what's available to um, it, it's available to for the taking. Sri Prabhupada gave us this opportunity. This is Anandamurari signing off. This is Sankirtan On, your place for Sankirtan inspiration and stories. I'll see you next time. Thank you again for listening to Sankirtan On. Please feel free to subscribe and share with your friends for regular updates and inspirational stories on how by giving we grow. Thank you for sharing this time with us. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.